welcome back to the show, show yo, number yo, 110. Yo. Um, I apologize. Well, okay, no, I never apologize. <laughs> you should probably start by saying that. I. <laughs> Do you ever say you're sorry? Uh Sometimes, but it depends from my act. It depends what I do. Sometimes it's like, no. <laughs> I don't apologize. So you didn't get an episode for about two months, but I'm back. So there's no need to be sorry about that. And uh, I know a few people are going to laugh at that because. They're probably waiting. Yeah. What's going like, on? If anyone's waiting for an apology from me, like maybe my wife will get one. <laughs> maybe. Um but no, I'm back. Show number 110. Uh, before we get started, I want to let everyone know, don't forget to subscribe to us on your favorite podcasting app. I'm on all of them, I, I believe. Uh, Spotify, Apple Podcast, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and I'm on YouTube. So give it a give it a go. And uh our support, our sponsor, the first one we'll do is Rancho Bravo Tacos. Do you like tacos? I love tacos. <laughs> <laughs> so Rancho Bravo Tacos is on Capitol Hill. They're on the corner of Broadway, um, of uh, 10th and Pine on Capitol Hill, and then on 45th and University in Wallingford. And, man, just good street tacos. So okay. go pick up. And they have $6 margaritas, which are pretty good. Mm. So, so that on a hot day, Ooh. go sit out on the patio. Uh, and then Capitol Hill is so interesting. There's nothing better than looking at people being weird <laughs> yeah. while you're enjoying some good food. Uh, and then something new that I'm going to do here is, uh, you know, trying to support the homies. All right. Always try to support the homies. Um, I'm wearing the Only the Brave only the Brave brand right there. Yeah, we'll put a link to Only the Brave. It is a man. You know what? I have trouble saying Saraya's name. Saida. Saida. Because it, it, it's, it's written different. Yeah. It's, I want to say written, Saraya. Yeah, yeah. It's written Saida. weird, but it's pronounced Saida. <laughs> yes. Everybody has pr problems. They say, don't feel, don't feel bad. It is. Everybody's like, shut, 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 shut. Saida. Saida. <laughs> Got it. So a friend of the show, Jose, uh, Jose Cervantes, his wife has a brand called Only the Brave, and she's putting out some really good shirts. I love this shirt. Um, and also, I have a friend who is an author, and he has a website. It's written by K.L. Young. I'll put a link to it. He likes to write about horror and sci-fi. He's okay. a big fan of H.P. Lovecraft, so some of them are H.P. Lovecraft-esque. Uh, but go to his website. Um, he has, oh, what is it? He, he, he calls them lost manuscripts where he would write stories and he's written for years and years and then he's put them all together and then published them on and they're on uh, his Amazon store. So I'll put a link to that. This is one of his latest ones called Infernal Combustion. Mm, let me check uh, but he has another he has quite a few. Um, so go and check him out. I, I didn't tell him that I was going to do this, so hopefully he's all right with it. <laughs> Exposure, baby. Come on now. Yeah, he'll be all right with it. Yeah. So yeah, go, and then, and, you know, it's just my show is about Seattle area people. So I'm I'm almost almost everyone that I've spoken to is a Seattle person. There's just been a few of them that I've done that weren't. 
um, Seattle focused, yeah. but I like to talk to athletes and business people and artists who are all from this area. So this is continuing along in that, in that spirit. So go check him out. Uh, but today I have another entrepreneur on, and I love talking to entrepreneurs because the conversations can go so many different ways, but the points and the, the, um, lessons that you learn and the things that you can share can be shared across lots of aspects of life, not just in, you know, building a brand or going it. So I love having these conversations. And, uh, you know, before we started, we had quite the conversation about sports. And again, that can go. Oh, yeah. Super deep into what you're doing with the brand. But uh, JC, welcome. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Thank you for the invite. Um, I'm excited. Man, I've seen, seen a couple of your podcasts, you know, having my brother out here. I, I was like, man, I want to go over there, too. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us. I mean, I've seen, you know, the you've done a few. You've you've been on quite a few podcasts. Yeah. And, you know, the ones that I've seen, it's like it's a proper studio. It's like a proper recording studio. Yeah. So um, let's uh, start with just, you know, give us a rundown of of yourself and your brand and what you're trying to do with the brand. Okay. So I'm JC. Um, I was uh, born in California, in Paramount, California. Um, but, you know, young age, I think I was, we were like, I don't know, I want to say like two years old or something. Came to uh, White Center, grew up in White Center, and then uh, started moving to Buren and started heading to Des Moines and uh, kept going south and south. Um, so I have a brand. It's called Washington Brand. You guys can find it on Instagram and Facebook. Um, you know, I started that brand. I always liked having my own I wouldn't say style, but I I I always been an art an artist person. I, I like oh. I love drawing. Love drawing and, and been an artistic person. I used to, you know, tag and that's why a <laughs> lot of people, you know, they they're like your urban style of clothing and your hats yeah. and that's because of that aspect. You know, I like drawing and used to tag and all that. So, so your textbooks in school were all marked up all the time. man. you know, it was crazy because I was always drawing and also I write music. Um, so whether I was writing music or I was drawing and <laughs> I worked, I think the job I had in, um, I had a job in high school in Renton. It was kind of a, a calling center. Mm. So I think that really just pushed everything because while I was calling people, you know, they give you a bunch of numbers you got to call. Yeah. And a lot of those numbers already know you're calling. So you have to call and then they're not answering. So as I'm waiting for the call, I'm drawing, <laughs> I'm coming up with designs and logos or, or writing music. And man, I stacked a bunch of them, oh. a bunch of them. And what kind of music? I write uh, uh, Spanish music, Mexican music. Okay. Yeah. So I, I, it, it started kind of more of like freestyling, I guess I want to say. And then uh, I put it together in Spanish and Mexican music. And then I was like, man, that, that, that works too. <laughs> I was like, what? And then from there, it, 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 I mean, I have more than 40 songs out there with different oh. artists, local artists. Okay. Uh, um, you know, that was one of the questions that I was going to have is uh, as I was going through your feed, I saw lots of lots of uh, 
musical groups, Norteños. Yeah. I saw a lot of that, and I was wondering, does he, you know, what, what's the connection here other than just promoting these guys? So you've written songs, and they've recorded Yeah, them. they recorded uh, some awesome. songs. So a lot of them um, have recorded my songs, and uh, so it's just a connection with that, them uh, playing my music, uh, recording my music, but also the brand, like, man, we could, you know, we can play your music, and we can also, you know, rock, yeah. rock your brand. I'm like... It goes both ways, but I mean, you expose my music, and then you expose my uh, my 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 brand because you know at the end of the day they, they go a place somewhere and they always end up going to kickbacks, right? And yeah. they always ask him, "Well, where will you get that shirt?" Or uh. and it works both ways. Ooh, that song goes hard. Who wrote that? And then I get clientele for merch and for music. Man, that is perfect synergy right there. Yeah, that is awesome. So I mean, do you do? Hmm. Um, I had another guest. Ooh, a year ago, maybe over a year ago, his name was um, Nichols, Damien, Damien Nichols. He has a brand and he puts merch tables at festivals. Are there any, is there anything like that for Mexican music? Like, you know, I don't even know what the main Mexican venue is here. I'm it'll, it'll be, it's called Jaripeos, okay. which is like rodeos. Yeah. Where is that? Uh, you have a bunch of them out there. I mean, you have, uh, you sometimes have them in like Eastern Washington. Oh, There's so a lot of them okay. out there. It's not but a place called no, Hottie Bells. No, no, it's just, yeah, it's a Hottie Bells. Like where are you going to Hottie Bell? It's more of a kind of like a, it's kind of like a rodeo with Mexican yeah, yeah, bands. Yeah. And then you got all your, your stands with food and stuff like that. Yeah, they do. They have a lot of them. I, I hear a lot of them. Oh man, that's, those are fun to go to. Yeah, they are because- um, you're not just listening to music, right? Um, um, there's actually a buddy of mine, uh, shout out to uh, Promociones Nayari. They do a lot of events like that where um, they got bowls. Yeah. Then you can watch that for a little bit or you can go to the where the bands are playing, right? And then uh, if you're done with that, then you can go to the beer garden. If you're done with that, then you can go buy... You don't go past by all the little yeah, that's tents fun. where they're selling a bunch of stuff, you know, cowboy boots or, you know, you name it, whatever. Yeah. They have them a lot. Yeah, usually they, they have... kick, they, they, they usually it's every, every week and Monroe. Uh, oh, that often. And, yeah. Oh yeah. It's like every other week, man. man. Yeah. I told, uh, the other day I was looking at one of Jose's stories and he was at, I mean, he, he was and I miss this. This is this is the thing. So I grew up just outside of Chicago and in a town called Aurora and Aurora was over 50 percent Mexican. And we obviously I lived in the Mexican part and everyone of every job that I had before I was 24 was primarily Mexican. And for the last five, six years that I was in Illinois, my best friend was a Chilango and big family. <laughs> And every week it was either a bautismo, a cumpleaños, it was uh, a quinceañera, like every other, every weekend it was something that, and he would be like, hey, Carlos, you know, ven a la casa. And I would go and then, you know, just have fun. You know, the, the cliche where you could, how many Mexicans can you fit in a one bedroom apartment? <laughs> Like a lot, a lot. You'll a play, li- you'll find lot. ways to fit people. <laughs> well, it was, it's kind of funny. One of the last, the the last New Year's that I spent in Illinois, 
I went to my buddies for New Year's and my wife was my now wife was with me and she's my she's white. And uh, we go to my buddy's house and he was on the upstairs apartment and the, the apartment was one, maybe two bedrooms, yeah. but they managed to fit in like six banquet tables. And there were easily 25, 30 people in this apartment. And she had a little bit of culture shock. Yeah. And, you know, it was normal. Of course, it was normal for me. Yeah. But it was uh, she, she she probably was a little bit uncomfortable, but she hung in there. And, you know, she learned yeah. the tradition of doing grapes for New Year's. And so fast forward to now. And I, I don't have that yeah. anymore. And I do miss it. Yeah. Uh, I do miss that type of atmosphere and uh, you know i don't like the word i don't like how the word culture is used nowadays um i i not to get too much into the weeds here but i do like that part i do miss that part of just like what family is yeah um and i was looking at jose's story and there was something in I sent him a message and I said, no invitas a nada. And it's, <laughs> and it, it's like, I want to tell him, I'm trying to hang out with more Mexican people. Help me out here. Cause you're well, one of the few that I know. Well, we're going to, we're going <laughs> to, we're going to have to invite you brother. Oh yeah. And like you said, it's, it's funny because you know, we'll be like, Oh, next weekend's it's uh Woody Woo's birthday. And then Sunday, Woody Woo's birthday. Oh, okay. We got to go get presents. Then the next week I'm like, do we ever get a break? No. <laughs> Do we ever get a break? And it, 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 it's true, though. There's always something. There's and, always and, something. Um, and, you know, in Mexico, we have a big family. So it was more family. Like every 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 weekend, there's like something going on in somebody's house. But uh, once a month, all the family will get together and uh, hang out and just party but every weekend there was something but here you know the family is not as big as mexico so you know we hang out with our families and do this and you got a bunch of friends too so it's like now it's the daughter's birthday or the son's birthday now it's his birthday now there's always something though and you know i try to make it to all of them but sometimes the schedule and what what we go through is just like it's not happening no, but I mean, just to know you, I mean, just appreciate all of, uh, I mean, it, you know, my mom's family is pretty big and uh, we only hung out a little bit with my dad's family. Yeah. My dad's family, um, they were the, well, back in Aurora, they were the more, uh, what's the good word? They caused, they were the trouble. <laughs> and, uh, but all of my mom's family was in Mexico. There weren't any, there was only a few of them. Uh, here in the U.S., uh, but in Mexico, you know, when we would spend time down there, it was just like 50, 60 people at the house all the time. Yeah. When I was 25 or 27, a, another cousin and I count were counting all of our cousins. Yeah. And there were about 60. <laughs> There were about 60 cousins that were all within three years of each other. So early 20s to mid to mid 20s. And then now all of those are grandparents now. <laughs> you know, they had kids 
and and it's and and then they 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 ask me on occasion it's like isn't it lonely up there because i'm obviously i'm all by myself and i say no i said luckily for the most part i am okay with being having a really small circle yeah you know but it's just every now and then that i feel like it would be nice if i had the option to yeah and then uh and and so i need to be more proactive about that stuff we're gonna get you, man. We're gonna get you some. We're gonna go some parties, get some reunions. Whenever we'll watch fights or something, come on over. We'll, oh, we'll, we'll get something so going. That's the thing. I've been. I've. Uh, I love fights, and even just uh, well, by the time this show is posted, I'm gonna have a few people over tomorrow for the Crawford fight. Yeah. And uh, what you think about that? Uh, I got Bud. You got Bud. I'm gonna put a. Uh, gonna put big money on Bud. Uh, on the casino. I like. No, from uh, an app. Oh, an app. I use this app called betonline.ag. So, see, I'm I got a question. So you used it. I there is maybe the apps that I've tried once you put your address right cuz they ask and they know you're from Washington, it says it's not legal. Is it certain apps no, no, that sorry. does not let you because I've used Ah, man, I can't. Yeah, the, the really common ones that Draft pop up Kings. on DraftKings. I've used uh, another one that they promote on UFC. Uh, and then it does. No, it's not an app. Uh, it's a website. So the we yeah, website yeah. or whatever. Well, so they don't control the websites like they do an app. But okay. that's correct. You can't use DraftKings on the app. On the but app. I could use it on a website. You could use a website. So go to because I was told these I don't bet because if you win they won't transfer your money because you're from Washington. No. Okay, so yeah. that's a lie. Yeah, you'll get your money. You'll yeah, because it's do they even ask for your address? Do, do, no, they uh-huh. ask. I mean, they ask from like where you live. Of course, you put your bank account information. Yeah, they ask for the bank account. And they they I've DraftKings and I've used a few other ones and once I put that Washington. Right away, they say, uh, no, it's not legal in your state. So I just go end up looking it up online kind of to see what it is. Because if you call the casino, they kind of don't tell you what the odds are that you you have to come in. I'm like, I got to drive over there. I'll I'll send you a link to sign up. And if you sign up and and, uh, if you sign up and then make a deposit, I get a credit. But I've been using this for three years oh okay so then all right so it's perfect. just the website bad online it's, all right yeah it's just the website so when i go and put my my when i go and make my bets it, it's not an app it's just the website it's and, a website okay perfect and it's um yeah it's so it's if you've won and they have transfer your money yeah. oh okay yeah. well then yeah right on send it over bud yeah i mean i yeah i think uh i'll send i'll send that over yeah, but yeah i think bud but yeah, I gonna... think I, I, I mean, I like both, but I think Bud is just a little more, uh, has more skills overall. And I think he, he's, he's probably going to take it. And with uh, Pitbull and what's his name? Is it Cabrera? The G- one? Yeah. Gio yeah. Cabrera. Yeah. That one is going to be interesting. I, I, I like both fighters. They're really good. I mean, the other guy is tall and has more reach, man. I I don't know how really how that one going to turn out. Who is Gio fighting? A uh, Pitbull. So the the it's uh the one that fought uh uh Gervonta Davis, Gamboa. 
He fought. Oh. Uh, yeah. He, okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 A little short guy. A little short guy. He's he's pretty short. Well, Gio's from Chicago, but he fought his first few fights here. And when you say here, 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 yeah, at the Emerald Queen. Really? Yeah. Oh, I saw him fight two or two times. The last time that I saw him fight, he fought uh, a local guy named Jeremy McCleary. Mm-hmm. And Je- <laughs> Jeremy was uh, supposed to be a good. And Gio just beat the crap out of him. He, I mean, you rarely see bloody fights at the Emerald Queen. Yeah. He made, turned him into a bloody mess. Wow. He damn. Beat I didn't know the that. Crap out of him. And I was never, I was not, I'm not, I'm not friends with Jeremy, but he would hang around. He would go to the gym where I used to hang around every now and then. Mm-hmm. So we were kind of friendly, and his dad was friendly, and his mom, because, you know, I think his dad was his trainer or second trainer. Um, so a little bit friendly and, uh, yeah, to see him get just massacred, <laughs> it, I mean, it, it hurt a little bit. It's like, Oh man, this guy got the, and I think that was Jeremy's last fight. Ooh. So yeah, we got to, and I think I got to see him fight before that too. So yeah, when, uh, you know, the other day when I was looking at the undercard, I'm like, Oh, I remember this guy. I'm like, that's pretty cool. He's gotten to the. Yeah, you know, he's got whole main yeah. from a huge. I mean, this is a huge fight. Yeah, um, I'm not. I I I've haven't bought too many boxing pay per views. Just because, I'm not a. I don't like how and Jose and I had an argument, not an argument, but a discussion over this. I just don't like where boxing's gone the last three years. Yeah, uh, I, I'm a. I'm turned into a full UFC fan. I've bought almost every UFC pay per view. And uh, they have a really good fight on Saturday, yeah, too. Yeah, on Saturday, too. They have uh, Gaethje versus uh, Portier. And yeah. I'm like, man. I uh, told my wife, this is why I need two 85-inch TVs. I know, bro. <laughs> and you know what bothers me sometimes? These apps, right? That you buy the app. Then now you got to buy the Plus, you know, ESPN. Then you got ESPN Plus. You still got to do the You still got to do the pay-per-view in which, yeah. all right, bro, why is it? Can, can it just be one link or something? Why yeah. does it have to be you all know, this trouble? I'm okay with the ESPN because ESPN doesn't own UFC, so they're separate companies. But what's bothered me is DAZN, where DAZN you pay per month but they have their own pay-per-views and that's garbage yeah. because they're th- they're themselves yeah so they're saying okay your monthly premium is only going to give you crappy stuff but when something good comes on then like i haven't bought a canelo pay-per-view in a long time like to me the canelo like i'm sort of over canelo yeah um i'm more i'm i'm more willing to see these uh, these younger these younger guys like yeah. Spence and Crawford um I bought ugh, I bought Garcia Davis just cuz just more out of curiosity yeah and I'm glad that I was going for Gervonta yeah I, hate I like Ryan Garcia I don't like Ryan I mean everybody has their own opinion I guess and and <laughs> well if they like Ryan Garcia they're wrong <laughs> I I don't <laughs> I mean his He's a good guy, but boxing wise, I I I just don't like him. I, I really like Javonta Davis. I think yeah. he's really good, and I knew that was gonna happen. Yeah. And you know what? I went to the casino, right? Me and Jose we went to go bed, and 
I swear I had for round number seven, and I was like, uh, I had because you start putting your bets right, and yeah. then you have them there, and, and then the last screen is like you got all your bets, and I started looking through them. Like, oh, boom, boom, boom. Well, I had chose my bets, and my last one was round seven, and I'm like, uh, nope, and I took it out. <laughs> I could have got some good money, man. man. See, see, I try not to do that. If once I get going or think something, what I do though is if I second guess myself, I just cut the bet in half. But I mean, when I say I bet, I only bet five bucks per bet. That's as much as like maybe two or three times I've bet ten dollars mm. and I've lost and I get so angry. I get so <laughs> mad at myself when I lose 10 bucks at a go. Yeah. All of 95% of my bets are $5. Yeah. So when I say I'm going to bet big on Bud, like maybe $7.50. <laughs> I thought you were talking like maybe two grand, three grand or something. <laughs> no freaking way. <laughs> so you could actually bet that certain amount? $5 is the smallest. Really? Yeah. Wow, dude. Yeah, the other apps that I was looking, I think they're... It's like 25 minimum. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. That is that, <laughs> that is, is a lot. That's when, hilarious. You said I'm gonna go big. I was like, I didn't I didn't want to say how much. I was like, man, he's about to put like two grand, three grand or something. <laughs> no big away. He's going all out. <laughs> you know, I've made so many people not not mad, but just just be like, ah, get out of here, man. I used to uh hang around with these guys who were big, you know. Yeah. You know, everything blinged out. Uh, and we would talk about that. I'm like, man, I'm going to go big. <laughs> and then uh, like the first few times they didn't ask me details. Yeah. But there was one UFC card where uh, after like four bets, I was up like 60 bucks because I hit on a couple underdogs. Mm -hmm. So the next day, when the next time when I saw them, I started bragging. I'm like, I hit big last night. <laughs> and then they're like, who, who you got? And they're like, how much did you win? I was like, $60. <laughs> and then you could just imagine. You could just imagine they're the like, looks that what? they gave me. They're like, shut. They're like, you've been telling me that all this time you're talking about big money. I'm like, yeah. It's like, I bet 10 bucks on this one. <laughs> yeah, I do not like uh, losing money on gambling. No, no, no. I no. don't. I, I, Man, I always been the top of individual that i watch what i spend my money on um i'm not stingy i just watch what i spend my money on yeah. hard working money i don't want to just throw it just, away yeah, you know i'd don't. rather buy mm -hmm. beer than go spend it on stuff like that exactly. right it's people like well it's beer well yeah but that's just gets tossed like that yeah. like at least i get buzz i'm drinking my own <laughs> beer you know something but yeah i don't that's like right. going i i don't i don't like betting a lot like yeah. that either maybe 100 200 bucks you know depends sometimes if i really have a good feeling then i yeah. might go 300 but i just it's it's not every fight though it's like certain fights it like i'm a, yeah. i'm 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 going to put some money on this i think but i mean i got friends that every it, it don't matter if they're famous or not. I'm going to go put my, like, dude, what the hell? Yeah. Do you even know this guy? <laughs> you know? There was a period there where I would go to Vegas uh, two times a year. And for like a good six or seven years in a row, I, I would do that. And I think that across all of those Vegas trips, maybe I bet a hundred bucks. 
across all those all those trips. I would find so many things other you know to do other than oh, yeah. other than gambling. Um, you know, I do. Yeah, I just don't like doing it. I have a sneaker obsession that needs money. <laughs> I could tell I was walking down the stairs and I oh sneakers and then walk down and you're like oh there's more there <laughs> yeah yeah those are the throw on the, the the throwaway shoes just to put them on yeah there's there's so many there's so many other things but it it is going to be a super good super good fight yes it's going to be a very 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 interesting fight um it's going to be one hell of a fight and also the UFC fights I mean it sucks because sometimes it's like I'm watching on my TV right and I Somebody told me that I you could split your TV. Now the TVs nowadays you could split half, but every time I try to do that, it's too late. The fight's already happening. I'm not gonna miss it. Yeah. So I got my phone watching. Vice versa, if I think the UFC fights is more interesting to what the fight I'm watching, then I switched it. Yeah. I switch it, and then I'm just watching, going back and forth. Yeah. But this time, it's. I'm gonna try that. I mean, it, I, I looked it up. My LG TV is is able to do that. It does new, the picture in picture. Yeah, so I'm I'm able to do it, but I'm gonna see how it's gonna look because now that you split it this way, it's gonna it's, be small. Yeah, and I I bought a I think it's a eighty eighty six or eighty. It's a really big TV yeah. for the same reason, so I can see it big. So in essence, what you'll be. In essence, what you'll be looking at is two 20-inch TVs. So, smaller than that. Uh, yeah, I'm a lot tr- smaller than that. I, I, I might have to try it going <laughs> home and put something. See, because because if it if it splits this way, now it's going to be... Yeah, I don't think it splits that way. So, it splits in half this way. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I might it not even be. try it then. Or it might not even split at all. It might just be... Just like zoomed in or something? Uh, uh, it might just be your main picture with another picture on top of it. Because huh. that's how picture in picture used to work. I don't I don't, I don't know. Uh, I think that you should just tell your wife, you know what? Uh, I considered all the options and the best, the best solution for my problem and to give us the best total enjoyment <laughs> with time with friends and family uh, is to get two 85 inch TVs. Yeah. So I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to video only. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I seen, I seen one of uh, a video. They had it a bar. They actually had like, I don't know. I want to say like 20 some inch TVs. They put four together and yeah. four together and had, two different fights going yeah and i'm like oh that's kind of nice i didn't Man. i didn't know you could do that yeah you can do how do you of... transfer the picture in all of those though i believe it's with a computer hmm. i believe yeah because they had all the tvs together and you could tell there were all four tvs but it looked pretty dope yeah i'm like well you know you from know... far away i thought it was Tape splitting. I'm yeah. like, why do they have tape? No, oh yeah. Then I started getting close on. Oh, that is actually four TVs. That's Man, dope. Going to going to those video only or to even to Best Buy. I don't even go anymore just because I used to go just to look. But it's dangerous. Oh man. no, it's no. You don't want to do that. It, I do that. I do that with those stores or Home Depot. I'm a construction worker, so oh. I find oh I could buy this and build this. Oh no, I try to stay away <laughs> from all that, bro. Seriously, I, I, unless I really have to, 
I go, other than that, that window shopping or let's just go look because I got nothing else to do. It turns out ugly. No, I, it's just mm-hmm. even like the malls. I do not go to malls for the same reason. I hate malls. Just the fact that there's a lot of people and, you know, my wife likes shopping around and you go because I, I go to the store and bam. Whatever store is closest as I'm walking, I like those pair of jeans. Let's go. Let's, let's get out. Go. Boom. You know, it's now it's just I don't even buy stuff. My wife buys it for me. So, <laughs> <laughs> but I stay away from the malls because I it doesn't turn out good every you time. Know, th- that's a very man thing to do, <laughs> and it's so funny. the um, the The other day, last week, I told the I told my wife I need underwear, <laughs> and then she goes, "Didn't you just get some?" I said, "No." I said, the, the the underwear that I have is because you bought them for me probably five or six years ago. And uh, she just gave me a disgusted <laughs> look. <laughs> she was so disgusted. She's like, you're still wearing those? I was like, yeah. It was like, they're fine. Yeah. And then, uh, and then I was doing laundry and I was folding my clothes. And then I was inspecting a pair of, of underpants that I did have. And I just started to, she, and then she's talking to me and I just start to laugh. And then she goes, why are you laughing at? She goes, because I'm looking at my underwear and saying, you know what? The holes in these aren't too bad. <laughs> they still have some miles left in them. <laughs> I just pull it up and put it in my drawer. It's like, that's something that girls don't do. Bro, those are backups. <laughs> those are backups, my boy. <laughs> Oh, somehow, for some reason, laundry didn't go through. I got the backups. Those are backups. I do not throw those away. Don't throw those away, fellas. You know, I wonder what do what do single guys do? Well, no, if you're single, you have to have. Uh, oh, you, 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 I mean, you got to have all that, man. You, you got to do it for yourself. I mean, I'm sure they have like fucking forty of them. Yeah. Make sure yeah. the laundry gets up to the point. Like, all right, it's about time. But and they're probably like name name brand. Yeah. Like, you know, some underpants cost like $40. Yeah. Like, that's too much. No. Yeah, that's... No, my wife, my... (laughs) It's funny because (laughs) what she said, my wife, she's like... Sometimes I start noticing that I don't have enough, right? It's like, why do I have only four? What the hell is going on? (laughs) Well, she just throws them away. Like, why would you do that? Well, they're like, they were too saggy, a little whore. I'm like, don't do that. Don't. Don't do that. And, and, they then, and then she buys more. I'm like, there's no need for that. That's so no, funny. They were, gr- they were black. Now they're great. It don't matter. I'm not that, showing them anywhere. That is one of the key reasons to get married, guys. It's like you don't have to worry about that. You, no. You, you either going to have a proactive wife like you who <laughs> or like yours, which will, you know, throw them away as needed. <clears throat> or. Um, a wife like mine, where if I mention that I need some, then she'll get some for me because yeah. she got some for me the, the next day. And I was like, perfect. And then she goes, oh, but, you know, are they going to fit right? I was like, they're fine. Yeah. They're, <laughs> they're fine. Yeah. No, no, no one will know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. It's like the only that you're the only person who's going to see yeah. these other than uh, if I, you know, bend over or something. Yeah, my wife, my wife would be saying, what color are you looking for? It don't matter. It's right. it's, as long hey, as these cost three for hey, don't, just buy them. <laughs> I don't care what price they are. I'm not showing them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm not showing them. A while ago, though, I did do something stupid and I bought some Supreme boxers. There were a pack of three for sixty five dollars. And then they're the worst underpants. I mean, I still I still use them, 
but they're the worst. They're the absolute worst. And I'll, I'll never buy designer underpants again. Well, it's not even designer because they're just Hanes with yeah. the Supreme. Yeah. With oh, the yeah. Supreme band. Uh, <laughs> this Logo. has turned into an underwear talk. <laughs> but it just made me. It just made. It just made me laugh so much that uh, that that I don't think women do that. Ask your ask your wife how many people she knows, how many girls she knows that um, inspect and. If it's like three holes or more, then they toss them. Yeah, what's the tolerance? <laughs> it's like maybe a hole, two, three. Is, I don't know, or how big. A, this is purely a man thing. I remember one time uh, finishing this underwear topic. I guess <laughs> I rip a big hole so you could see the whole butt, and then my wife was washing. She sent me a picture. She's like, "There is no way." <laughs> You're wearing this. How long have you been wearing? I was like, I wear a couple times. She's like, what? Like, hey. No, I'm throwing those away. You're showing the butt. I'm no, I'm not showing the butt. It's covered, but it helps in the summer. Hey. She's like, no. Yeah. <laughs> you get that? It's it keeps keeps you cool. You had you had to put the legs through there because you couldn't just put them on. You had to fish the legs inside the boxer. <laughs> and I, and, I, so and they, had a, they had a hole about this big, but then I ripped the whole butt. Yeah. And now it's just. I think she washed him a couple of times. He didn't realize until she started folding him one yeah. time or so. I don't know, but she's, she's like, like "There ain't no way you're wearing these." <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I am. This is not the man I married. <laughs> <laughs> it changes with time, it's man. Nuts, man. Even even when you mentioned the the hardware store, um, I'm my wife and I had previously just lived in condos. We we owned a few condos before this, but we now have a home. And we've been here for a year and a half now, but last year I fell in love with McClendon's. McClendon's a good store. And I love that store. I won't go to the grocery store. I hate going to the grocery store. I hate the mall. But if there is absolutely anything that I need that is at McClendon's, I'm right there. I'll go. Yeah. Like, don't even think twice about it. And then I can just sit there and look around. And I just, uh, I, I <laughs> as I'm checking out, I tell them, I say, I'm a McLinden's card member. You know, make sure to put my purchase on my account. <laughs> like, okay. It's like, I'm, I'm very proactive about yeah. that. And I, it, it's just been the best. Like, I've gone full homeowner. Um, afterwards, I'll show you. Yesterday, a crew came in and dug out all of my backyard. I've seen videos. There's a lot of work going on yeah. in the back. I wasn't. Yeah, they came in. Before that, I put in a gravel patio. Then I built a pergola. I built a flower bed. And then um, my, gra I mean, as you can imagine, there was a bunch of tractors, like two, a bunch of equipment had been going back and forth on the grass. And it was, it was gone. Yeah. So my I had a nice uh, gravel patio area, and then we're just sitting out there, and we see this just nasty grass. So I'm like, all right, fine. So he came, they came out yesterday and uh, did a bunch of work, dug it all out, seeded, put peat moss, and now in a few weeks I'm going to have a nice lawn. I'm so excited for this lawn. I know. It, 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 things that didn't really excite you before. It grass. does now. Grass. <laughs> Same here, dude. I work on my grass all the time looking on YouTube what to make it more green or Man. what to weeds. I mean, my grass, when I moved to my home about three years ago, it was all weeds, all mm. weeds. I mean, yeah. there's only four houses in my block. 
um, it was all weeds, and, and nobody was taking care of them, and it was horrible. The, the, the soil was rocky. It was hard. So it was very, very hard for grass to grow. Yeah. And then same thing. I moved in there, and I'm like, all right, first thing is first. I got to fix this grass. I can't come in here and looking at this grass like this. And, you know, I It's depressing. It. Yeah, it's just the vibe, bro. I mean, the vibe. Like, you look at your backyard, and you can't even drink a beer with looking at your yard like that. I'm like, ah. You know, the, and, and actually, this is a good sort of segue to talk about the business and how you've grown it. And so if you have... I don't even want to use the word pride, but if you are in a home, you know, you know, it doesn't have to be a, the most beautiful home, but if it's, if it doesn't bother you that there's trash everywhere and that you're, you know, that you're in, in a dirty area and you don't have that motivation to go and clean, you know, pick up the garbage from your front yard, yeah. from your... That is a sad existence, in my opinion. Yeah. And, you know, we see kind of the same, like, that's a pretty common trait amongst individuals who have a whole bunch of other problems. Yeah. Where, the, you know, where they just are comfortable sitting in their living room, watching TV with just trash around them or things that you can easily clean yeah like that's what you know that's one of the things that i look at when i see news reports about you know anything where it's like sweep <laughs> clean it up <laughs> and you know the, the individuals who can see something and then it bothers them and then they do something about it that has to carry over to a lot of other things yeah like i've never met a person who is is uh i've never met a person who notices things like you know, that don't work or are broken fixes them who is in a bad situation yeah i mean i'm super curious there's probably a lot of people who would disagree with me but generally i believe if you are that type of person then you're that way in other things too so you're not going to be you know in the poorhouse as, yeah. as to say so you know you're telling me that you you know your work You've built a brand, you write music, and not only did you do all of those things, but you act because you know everyone can say, Oh, I write stuff, um, or I, you know, I draw, but then to push it out to work it and promote it and and share it with others, that's this whole other level of motivation that you need, yeah, yeah, it's uh. It's really about really the passion as well, right? Yeah. I, I feel like, you know, anybody can build a brand. I think everybody can. It's the easiest I, I thing think in the world. It, anybody can be an entrepreneur. It's just about really the passion, what really drives you, right? I yeah. mean, for instance, uh, you could say, hey, you're like 45 years old. You're still playing soccer. You're not that good. Why are you doing it? It's the passion that keeps driving you to wake up and say, I'm going to go play on sunday still yeah it's that passion so if you don't have that passion then the 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 work ethic then ain't ain't gonna go nowhere it's not gonna go nowhere but also you know a lot of people see it as money as well right of course everything's money but then when the money's not coming in then it starts thinking like ah, i don't want to do this but then the passion yeah. why, why do you do it i mean 
you got to invest. You got to put money to make money. And whatever, how, how you do one thing is how you do everything. Right. So it just, it shows, you know, the way I do my music, my music is registered. I get royalties for my music. I don't just write and hear it. Do it. No, yeah. there's a no, process there's, to yeah. it. I do it. If I'm going to do something, I want to do it the right way. Now, exactly. I'm not going to tell you I've done it the right way all the time no. because it's a learning experience. It's, it's a process. It's a process. I, mean, I, didn't, sure you... I, 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 I didn't start with the with with good hats right away. I started with not really good hats. I started doing it the wrong way. People were overcharging me. And then the more you start getting to it, you're like, no, this hat costs this much. The the stitching costs this much. The shirts cost this much. And you start getting more involved and you start learning. Yeah. You didn't do it the wrong way. Maybe it was just not the right way, but you start getting better and you start perfectioning your craft. Yeah. You and know? you have to learn from your mistakes. Um, and it's much easier said than done. I make mistakes all the time. Uh, I've, I'm sort of a consultant right now. And I made mistakes early on where not being, not being clear because I wanted to be nice, but human nature is if you, you know, human nature is I'm always going to ask for more. And if the person you're asking in from continues to give, then it's an, it's expected but then it's either going to end horribly because you're going to burn out that person or he's not going to feel that he's being compensated enough and he's going to raise your rates and then he's going to be like, why are you raising my rates? And yeah. I was like, well, that's not what we agreed with exactly. in the thing. And then you have to explain why. And I'm pretty happy with myself that lately, <clears throat> not lately, the past few years, I've been a lot clearer with things like that. Yeah. So I... I, I'm not gonna say I'm not nice, but my most valuable thing is my time. Yeah. So I'm going to give you the time that I've quoted you, and I will be honest with that. And then if things change and more things needed, then we can re reassess. Yeah. But that's uh, you know, you know, being a photographer that's one of the things that is really hard to do because you don't know how to price your stuff. So you just want to give everything, you know, and it, it it's, it's hard and it's it, learning. And you know what? Humble beginnings. You gotta, sometimes I've, you know, you, you gotta, Hey, I'm gonna hook you up with some pictures. Why? Because you're still on the learning and how to do it. So you, you, you put yourself right in a situation where like, Hey, I'm gonna hook you up. But then, like you said, people start getting, yeah. used to of the hookups and then when prices change they're like well hold on yeah and you know as individual you know i'm always always think about helping out but it gets to the point where like all right this is the price and this is what they cost now you know it's yeah like i got friends they want hats for half price off but then i have family <laughs> members that pay me more for my my merch yeah so it's like really dude Man. like my family are paying me 50 bucks for a hat and you want a hat for 15 bucks Right. So I'm always been I always support my friends, businesses. You know, my I got a buddy that cuts my hair, cuts my hair. You know, if my buddy has a shop, a mechanic shop, I go there. Yeah. Right. It's it's always been that, you know, I got my buddy that does roof. Hey, call him up. I'm not gonna call somebody else. Right. I try to help out businesses all the time, small businesses. And if they're my friends, I'm gonna go to them. I'm not gonna go to somewhere else. Right. Right. But there is people like you got water bottles, okay. You sell them for two fifty. Now I'm gonna go 
no, they're too pricey, but you're going to go with somebody random that's going to sell it to you for three bucks because you're mad that you didn't get it cheaper. Like, yeah. you, not you just know. a water bottle, you're helping somebody's business. And sometimes it's not really just about buying. Sometimes it's just about promoting, spreading the word, wearing a hat or, or and just telling, hey, go follow them or whatever, right? It's just, it's not always just buy. It's about posting, spreading the word. Right. And, and people know, don't understand that there's this is this is what I mean about I'm not a big fan of the word culture in general, but the for exactly just what you said, like we should help like if our friends have something, I don't even ask how much like if you know if someone has something that they're selling, I don't I just say I want one. Yeah, like that. That's it. You know, and if we do, you know. You know, it's not super huge things, you know, it's, it, they're not big, big expenses, but it is pretty common now that a shirt is going to be about 40 bucks yeah. for a shirt. <clears throat> hats are crazy. And luckily, I have a very, very oddly shaped head, so I've never been a hat guy. Yeah. Because otherwise, I would probably have tons and tons <laughs> of hats. Um, but, you know, not even asking how much it is. And then just say, I just say, I want one. Yeah. Like that should be the culture. Yeah. Because we all hear, oh, we have to be together. We have to stick together. We have to, you know, you know, every week it's every community. It's not just, you know, it's not just, you know, the Mexican community or the black community. It's like every community has these types of sayings, but that's how you do it by asking by saying I'll take it yeah. and then not try to get it for half off or yeah. you know there's a bunch of IG videos about <clears throat> you know someone who doesn't know me is going to be a better customer than someone who does know me oh yeah and it's like that's and, and that is a that's a that's a very yeah. true it's a very true because I have a lot of people that buy my hats that I don't know them and they buy every hat I drop yeah and I drop four hats drop three shirts send me how much it is I want all of them yeah they don't say well if I buy four can you give me a hookup if I buy three no send them all and I don't know these individuals I got to know them because they buy so much and then I'm in the music industry and so they hey come come over I invite them to the video so they can rock the merge and that's how I, I meet these people, but it's just, I, I mean, I have buddies that wear hats that still they haven't bought a hat. If, and then it makes you think, okay, well, why? why? If you see them with... But then I have a random person <clears throat> that buys them all the time, right? right? And, and there is a saying, I think it was, I've said this saying that a random person will become faster, it will become a client faster than a friend will become a client. Yeah. And and it is very 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 true. I mean, I've dropped. I mean, I've bought. It's just everybody's different. I've bought tamales from somebody that I needed. I didn't want tamales, but yeah. just to support. I didn't want. I didn't like the hat. I didn't like the shirt, but it's just to support. But a lot of people don't see it that way, and a lot of people don't gotta buy it. Just share it, post it, tell people about it. That's how it is. I mean. Just word of mouth can get far, believe it or not. It, you know, absolutely. And, you know, the, the motivation that someone needs to come up with a concept and then uh, make it, it's like your your drawings 
from drawing to actual physical product. It was like, that was a lot of work. And again, if it, it, it's a homie, <clears throat> it, you just have to do it. Yeah. Um, you just have to do it. And yeah, yeah. You know, that's why I did the shouting out to this, to, to my friend here, who's the author. Cause he writes every single day a lot. And that's low, a lot of work. Yeah. And it's, it's like, I know that I've tried to write, <laughs> you know, I've tried to write stories. And after two paragraphs, it's like, okay, I just can't do it. My brain doesn't do it. So I admire that. I admire, and I admire the ability to be able to sit down and say, okay, I'm going to write, yeah. you know, a hundred words today with, uh, with about this but story. See, it's crazy because when I come up with logos, when I come up with my music, it's it. You have to feel it. Like for instance, mm. I I can't just sit down, just in a random day and say, "All right, I'm I need to come up with five logos," and or I, I'm gonna write a a song today. It it does not work that way, with me. I don't know anybody else. Yeah. But I have to feel it. I have to be in the mood. Like, ooh, I got these crazy ideas going. Get home. Tell the wife, tell kids, I'm gonna go in my room. Do not bother me. Right. It's it's on. It start writing process. and it start drawing <laughs> out and get ideas. And I got so many ideas. I I screenshot ideas and write it and, and then start putting it together and then send them to my buddy. He's a graphic designer. Puts them all together for me. I'm like, that's what I visualized. Yeah. Right. Because I can draw it out, but the computer stuff. I don't do the computer stuff. So I'm like, good. Mm-hmm. That's what I visualize. <laughs> Sometimes I'll be locked in my room for hours, hours, because I knew if I just come out, boom, it's gone. Yeah. You know, but that's the other thing that you touched on where <clears throat> you might have an idea and you can do a big chunk of it. But if you need someone else to help with that, like you should super value that person. Oh, yeah. You know, unfortunately, I've been in a, I've been in a collaboration where it was very, very lopsided and yeah, you know, the, my, the, the other individual might have had an idea or two, but there was no follow through and it was expected that I would just make it. And, uh, you know, the, the, the saying idea, man is thrown around a lot. Yeah. I don't know if I'm not sure if you've uh, if you've heard it. I idea man. It's like, oh, I'm the idea guy. I'm yeah. the idea guy. And it's like, okay, you know, um, Paul Allen, you know, co-founder of Microsoft, he was the idea guy for early Microsoft. And he actually even wrote a book. His autobiography, I think, is called Idea Man. Except for the fact that yes, he did have ideas, but he also had the skill to to do them. And then, yes, it was a collaborative effort and there was a whole other there was other people involved. But he 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 wasn't he didn't just sit at his desk and say, hey, I think that we should. uh, I think that we should have the start button on the lower left hand side and then sit back down and then other people would do it. It's like it was he also worked in it. And I think that a lot of people now would. (laughs) They'll just say, like, I'm just the idea guy. I'm the idea guy. And, like, that's all they think that that's it. Yeah. It's like, no. It's like, you know, put, put, so, you know, it's going to take some power, some, uh, some effort here on your part, not just. Exactly. And it's, 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 it's it's a process. For instance, 
I draw something out. You know, I have I have people that have come up to me like, hey, man, look, I got this idea. I'm like, ooh, that's pretty good. Give him shout outs. I'm like, hey, man, thank you. This had, this individual helped me out do it. And so come up with the logo. I'm not, I, I'm not the designer. I don't create this stitching pattern for a hat. No, mm-hmm. it's, it's, I dry it out. My boy, Angel, shout out to Angel. He's the designer that comes up with all the graphic design. Then from there, we'll send it to my friend, Paul. He's the one that comes up with all this stitching that mm. what the computer needs to read, right? right? You can't just have a logo and there give go. it to a <laughs> guy that makes hats. No, but it has to go through a process and yeah. there's process and they just don't, you don't see that behind the scenes, but it's, it's, it's part of the, oh, it's yeah. a team effort. Right. You know, I'm, I'm the, I'm, I'm the face I go, I saw, I do most of the work, but there is people that do help me through all this process yeah, right and, you know that's a that's a great point too because a lot yes i mean yes having idea is having ideas is a great thing and working on stuff is great but you also need that person who will who who knows how things actually work so for example you do stitching on this hat obviously the person who knows that knows you know okay so the hat has to fit on the sewing machine in a certain way, my sewing machine is capable of X, Y, Z. I can do, you know, five, six spools of different colors and my stitching can be so much. And if someone comes up with this crazy idea, not a, not necessarily crazy, but if someone comes up with an idea that physically that machine isn't capable of doing, that has to be taken into account because otherwise you're putting all of this effort into that something that you don't have the resources to do you have to you have to design and work and know what your abilities are and then that's part of it like the actual physical machine exactly and that's a really good point for instance when i draw it's it's going to be for a shirt or for a hat because it can't have too many details. A machine yeah. just can't execute that. Yeah. It, I mean, you can have somebody, a really crazy design that has so many details, is not going to catch everything. It's no. not going to look good. <laughs> Unless it's A hat needs to be huge, simple, clean, and that's how people can see the hat. I mean, people can see this hat from far away. Oh, that's a WA or whatever, right? When it has too many details, it's very hard for the machine to execute yeah. it. And most of the times, the guy that is in in front of the machine doesn't know that the machine can't execute it. That's why we go through another individual that make that works with that right. software. Just, the machine won't be able to do that. You want 3D puff. This is 3D puff. This is flat. It could do flat, it could do 3D puff here, but it won't do all 3D puffs, so the machine can only read this amount, yeah. and you can do a stitch. So whenever I turn the file to the individual, he sees it, and the machine just reads it. Yeah. But if what about if I turn the file without him adjusting everything? He'll be like, uh, okay, well, give it a try. No, you should know what your yeah, machine, yeah, yeah. and he knows what machines he has. What machine is he working on? Right. How many stitches per whatever? And, and it's just, it's, it's, you just don't know until you really get involved in, in the, process. the process. And, and for instance, you know, oh, hats at 35, shirts at 40 or whatever. It's like, 
do you realize that I'm, I'm not, it's not nobody in China or in another country <laughs> folding your shirt. I'm making your shirt. I'm making me, it. Yeah. Me. Your shirt I brought you today. I woke up, pull out the shirt, iron it, looked for this sign. I heat pressed it, folded it, put it in a bag. I do that. Yeah. I'm the one that puts the stickers. I'm the one that puts the 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 tags, put them in the box, prints this uh, the the labels. I work. I'm a, f- a father of three children. I come work, and the time I get to work is after nine ten p.m. I have to wake up at five in the morning to go to work. That's the time when I get to work. (laughs) So if you don't value and appreciate a $40 shirt that I'm personally folding it, pressing it, making it for you, and I'm shipping it to you, it's not no random person. It ain't no company making my shirts. It's myself. Yeah. Then I'm probably in the wrong, dealing with wrong clientele if you can't appreciate that. Because guess what? Sometimes it's two in the morning, man, when I go to sleep. There's so many orders sometimes that I'm like, it's going to be a late night. Yeah, that's the, I mean, it's, it's, it's a double-edged sword because China, their labor is just so cheap, right? Child, we all know this, child labor, there's tons of it. Uh, your iPhone, when and anyone starts talking to me about politics and they start tell, you know, telling me that they hate capitalism and blah, 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 but they have Apple... You have an iPhone Do you know or, where it's or built? a Mac. It's U.S. No, it, it's not. <laughs> look at the some back parts. Of it. Some parts might be. It, I think the I think it says designed in California is what the iPhone says. But not only that, but made is a really really strong word. It is when it's you make something. If you hate capitalism so much, you are spending a thousand dollars on a phone, and the company that made that phone, right, Foxconn. They had to put nets around their building because people were committing suicide on a regular basis. Yeah. That they hated their life so much that they would go to the top and jump. So they put nets so they couldn't jump anymore. And you're going to tell me about <laughs> how capitalism is horrible and you've contributed plenty to it. Yeah. You and your $1,000 phone and your $2,500 you know, MacBook. So China did do that, where it made things super, super cheap, uh, and it, it it took it disconnected people from where their things came from. You know, back in the fifties and the sixties, you go, you know, the you knew where your stuff came from. You know, there was a lot more smaller stores, the the you know the stereotypical mom and pop shops. Like you knew where everything came from. Now that things come from who knows where. Yeah. You've we've lost that connection. And then on top of that, we have this other humongous company, Amazon, that has put all of that stuff that we don't know where it comes from, really put it into one place and then they bring it to your door the very next day. Yeah. For free. So it's this conditioning that people have where they want something cheap, but they don't care who made it, where it came from. And not only that, but then now they want it shipped to them free so that we have, you know, these small brands, these startup brands where I'm going to have to charge you shipping. And I won't talk about this too much, but I started a sneaker cleaner brand 
called the sneakers friend. Okay. And that was one of the biggest things I'm struggling with is shipping. It's like, I don't want to charge $15 shipping, but that is how much it costs to ship something. It's like, obviously I do not have the Amazon buying power nor have my own delivery people and trucks. So you're going to buy shipping. So I'm selling something for 25 bucks and shipping it for 15. I mean that I get but, it. That's a tough that's a tough do one. Do you know how many conversations have ended when I say shipping is shipping I is minus flat rate $7. Mm. But when you buy a lot of hats and shirts people don't realize that shipping is based off weight. Off of weight. Yeah. So <laughs> if something weighs less than 1 pound it's going to be $7. Yeah. Now you buy three hats and three shorts. Now we pushed it out to nine fifty, and I'm still charging you seven dollars. Yeah, are you losing money on the shipping? On the on the shipping, sometimes I do when it's yeah. big amounts because sometimes people are like, "I want five shirts," and it's like, "Damn!" Yeah, yeah. I'm just like fifteen bucks, but at the end of the day, I'm yeah. gonna keep buying a lot of merch. It's all right, right? You know, it's, it's, it's give and take here. It's, it's a give and take. It's the but, cost of doing business. But you know, it's like same thing. Like I wish I could. It could be free, but. <laughs> <laughs> then I won't be making no money. But I see the thing is that seven bucks for shipping, right? Well, what was the process for me to get that package ship? Boxes are not for free. Yeah. The bags that put your 10 shirts you order are not for free. The labels are not for free. The tape I'm putting in the box is not for free. Yeah. Like there is a value going just to charge you seven bucks. And guess what? They charge seven bucks for shipping. Where's the cost for the tape, the the box, the you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just no. It's and, it's and, a, and you you can't really tell people that because they should know. They're just they like really like I do. I really gotta break down everything. What? <laughs> why am I charging you forty two dollars for a hat? You know what I'm saying? And it's it's crazy, man. You know, there's there there's there's people that say, "Let me get that hat just like you," right? You were like, "Let me get that shirt," right? And there's people that do that, and there's a lot of people like, but why this much? Like, well, but you can go buy a hat for 55 bucks at the mall that everybody's going to have. There's thousands and thousands of people that are going to have. My hats are local. A lot of people are not going to have them because there are certain amount made. Yeah. Right? And it's, I always tell people, like, the only way you could rep Washington is you got a Seahawks, a Mariners, uh, uh, you know, what's sounders. The, the sounders, the Kraken. But then what else can you really have on that's going to rep where you're from? That's why I wanted to do change it a, a little bit. Right. Uh, have somebody else see a hat that says 206. On, oh, shoot. Where, where where did he get that hat? Yeah. Right. Vice versa. So I wanted to change the game on that. And for people not to really, you know, like really value what what it is because you can go buy a mariner's hat and there's going to be thousands and thousands of that same hat in different states you know and this one is it's not it's going to be local so you it's just i always found out at the beginning of starting a brand or trying to push yourself with anything that has to be locally just your own it's 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 always tough because that the appreciation will never never will be there and the more you work on it the more that people will start realizing you know uh, like i have a buddy 
He's like, man, where you go to sleep so late? I'm like, yeah, you see that shirt you got on? That was me, 12 by 9 for you to wear it the next day. But yeah, I mean, do I want to go to sleep late? No, but is the only time I have. Once my 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 kids go to sleep, that's when I it's game on. It's right. 10, and it, it sucks. I wake up tired at work, and then... And people are like, man, who do you go to sleep later? You go drinking? No, I have a brand and I have to take care of it. And and nobody else is going to do it for me. I don't have nobody reading my emails. No, I, the, the purchases. No, I got nobody else putting hats before. My wife used to help me a lot. But now I got two little twin girls that are three years old and need mm. a lot of attention. So before I used to get home and have kind of everything ready. The, those are the labels there. Here are the. 10, 20 boxes, yeah. the hats, you look through them. I don't want to choose the wrong one. But now i got to do all that. Yeah. So it's like, oh, labels and everything. So it's a process, man. It's it's a process. Uh, but it's all about passion. How, 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 how do you want to do it? Do you willing to stick to it? Do you willing to, to have those late nights? Are you willing to push through it and say, this is what I want and this is the only going to, this is the only way to do it, you know, work your ass off for something that you really want because nobody else is going to do it for you other than yourself. So as a brand, it speaks of yourself, right? How, how you push it, how you promote it, how you execute different things, right? It's just me. I'm, I'm, I'm always working, man. I have no time off. Sometimes I miss naps and I do take in when I can, but I don't got time for it. I don't. I don't write as much anymore. Just the fact that I used to write a lot to have a lot of songs when people used to come ask me, hey, you got any songs? Yeah. Now I write when people ask me. Just the fact I don't got the time. Yeah. The time is. And the more brand is growing, the less time I have. I used to meet with people for hats. I used to make a little route. Like, okay, now if I meet him in Renton, anybody around, you know, can't. They want hats, and then I used to make a little route, but it got to the point where I can't meet with yeah. 50 people anymore. I can't do that no yeah. more. Now everything's online. Now I'm going to start doing my website. I'm working on it, but, you know, the DM, the DM, I like it because if you really want the hat, you will DM me. Yeah. Right? I understand sometimes having the website is easy. I don't have to deal with anything, but then... I'm actually having conversations with the customers. Hey, I don't have this hat, but I can make this or this shirt. I don't have it. Wait for me about two weeks. Instead of getting an email later, a week later, out of stock, we'll let you know when we update. No, this is a direct. I'll let you know. Yeah. You want it? I can make it. Give me about a week. I'll DM you back. And I look through all my DMs, man. There's a lot of them, but I look through them. I look through them all the time. This guy wanted this hat. Or sometimes I go through them. Oh, shoot. I made these hats, and I go back, oh, it was him. Hey, bud, I already got the hats. You interested? Oh, yeah, send them over. So that conversation, I like that because there's a lot of things I bought or even made, bro. Made hats. Paid? Boom, a week later, we don't have the color of the hats. We'll wait. I'm like, dude, you couldn't. My number's there. Could you not call me? But maybe there's big corporation. Maybe it's a big. But I know they're not huge where they can't just tell me, do you want your money back? Or can we make it a different color? Now now I got people waiting for a certain merch. Now I got to wait. Nobody wants to wait. <laughs> they also, want it now. I'm, I'm, I'm a systems guy. And what you just described, 
I'm thinking, man, we can streamline that. We can streamline that so that you can get, so that you can get uh, <coughs> money for stuff that you don't have, but then let the people know that it'll be a bit. Like all of that, all of that can be automated. Yeah. So that you. Uh, oh yeah! Right away. I mean. I will imagine, you know, I got to meet with my cousin. He's going to show me how to run the website and everything. Like, I do not want nothing in there that I don't have, right? Like, if I have two left, I don't want to have it there. Because what about there's four people that want to buy it? Like, I'd rather just take it away, and I'm able to push my brand through posts, stories, Everything that's how it, I, it works, and I and and it's going great just by doing that. It, mm. A lot of people that like, could be there's people that don't want to DM people. I'm like, I, I, yeah, I, I get that, but you know, but it's yes. easier. Yes, a website might be a little easier, but then this is how I've been able to have conversations with people and letting them know, like, hey, can I make this in this color? I don't have it. If you wait, I could. This shirt, right? You see this. Sh- the design of the shirt, right? It's let's say I post it in a shirt. What about if somebody really wants it in a hoodie, but it's never on the website? If you DM me asking, I want that design in a hoodie, I'll make it. Okay, but how here's do my, you how do you know that? Here's though? my question: Will you, would you sell that hoodie for the same price as any other hoodie that's on your site? Let's say that you have a white and black hoodie, yes, and someone's like, I want a gray one, but you don't have it in. Whiter, you don't have it in gray. Oh no, it's not going to be the same price because the price changes on the on the color. Well, on, on the let's, color. Oh, well, let's let's pretend that the three hoodies that I only have. Yeah. That, let's say you have two of them. Someone wants it in a third color, but let's pretend that they are the same price. Your cost. Yeah. Would you sell it for the same price as the other two that you do have? <laughs> I. I do. Okay. I do. Yeah. But then I just I, I just hope he appreciates that he's probably the only one rocking that. Because uh, it, you see, know what I mean? If I were your operations guy, I would say that can't be the same price. Yeah. Because not only is it taking up your time to read the message to say, Hey, I want this in a gray in a in a gray one, but then you're actually taking your time to turn it to make it, right? Yeah. So unless you're going to then put that color and make it available to everyone but if someone is getting a one-off yeah like that has to be so, at a premium so, so let me let me rephrase <laughs> that if i have a color specific in my storage then yes i will can make it happen but then why would i order a blue shirt i could order it you're just gonna have to pay more because now why would I order? But well, hold on. But pay more because your cost is more, or pay more because they're getting something as a one-off. Because it, the process of getting that shirt. I so let's say, say that let's say that it costs you five dollars more for a certain color that you yeah. don't have. I would think then that you would have to sell that at a thirty-dollar markup. Yeah. So yes, it's costing you five bucks more, but let's say that it takes you three hours to get this whole process done. Yeah. You're you're still then losing money because you're even oh, if yeah. you do do that, 
I mean, not that you're not losing money, but you'll be you're you're making the, five bucks an hour yeah. off of this one off thing. So it's not like yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. That 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 way you put it in that perspective. Yes, I will definitely sell it more. But what I've been able to do is just like I got black and white. I usually drop black, white, and then I'm gonna start switching to different colors. So now, if I have it available then yes, I can do it. But if I got to get out of my way, just like you're saying, yeah. it's going to cost more. For sure, I'm not going right. to sell it to you the same price. Yeah. Ain't no way. But the cost, but, my <laughs> what I'm saying is that it's going to cost more, not just because your your materials cost are more. No, it's because I'm. you got something that nobody has. Yeah, because at this point, it's your time. Everybody has right. a hoodie, and then they're going to wonder, what's up with that shirt? Right. And then you know, you know, and then yes. if it's a if if it's popular, then you would consider adding it to the. You know, I'm in super business mode right now because I have a couple clients where I'm uh, making SWAT statements for so strength, weakness, opportunity, threats, and it's it's a simple it's a simple exercise where you take a business and you analyze it. What are the strengths? What are the weaknesses? What are the opportunities? What are the threats? So it just gives you a really good, it, it, it lets you know exactly where you are. Yeah. So it, it, I'm in that mode right now because I'm working on a couple of them and, you know, they're going to try to make business decisions based off of them. So I'm thinking, you know, with one of them, it's how do you, with one of them, the, you know, you can't just say, I want to grow revenue. You can't just say that. No. You have to look to see where you're at, what you can do. For certain businesses, uh, it can be add-ons or, or upsells. So, I mean, if you're a, you know, if you're a sneaker store, the upsell can be buy extra shoelaces, buy crease protectors, buy shoe cleaner. If you're a restaurant, it's adding sides. If you're a gym it's buying it's selling merch or selling equipment you know yeah. if you're a boxing gym you know you know sign up hey would you also like to buy a pair of gloves yeah would you also like to buy so it's like thinking of it that way so everything is yes people everything is an upsell like yeah. you we businesses want more money yeah. <laughs> so they're trying to offer you things they they try to think of things that they can offer you that you actually want and could use yeah uh it's the you know, and if you're a good business person, you actually want to put value back into it and not just sell. Exactly. And that's touching on that is just the value, the value of what goes behind the scenes and the value. Like, man, I have not gone to the mall, but I my buddy bought some hats the other day from I believe Lids or Hat Club or something. Mm. And they were like 60 bucks, like 50 something dollars. I'm like, I got to step my game up there and push them a little more. But it's just, you know, these are made, I don't know, in a huge manufacturer that, you know what I'm saying? They could probably sell them for 10 bucks and still make money. Sure. But now they're gone through a mall store. So now they got to up their value because oh, yeah. where they're at. So, uh, my, you know, the price, the price is, it, 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 it go, it will never go down. It's going to go up. Right. Have you, so, um, have you seen, do you pay any attention to the resale market for hats? For the resale? Yeah. Well, it's just, um, I remember I went to a, 
like hat like a hat store right and i showed him my 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 product and they were like man we 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 we're interested so for instance this hat is a this hat is a new era hat this one right here is mm. a new era that it's a really known brand for yeah. hats um so they were like oh man new era and then i got these other brands and um they were they were trying to get it for like super cheap like i wasn't going to really be making like 2 bucks off of it but then i also couldn't sell the hat on my web on my not website but on my pages on your own yeah so he's like yeah we want this but you can't sell it we we have to be the only ones selling it all right so i'm making 2 dollars and i can't sell it and a contract and if we don't sell them. You take them back, but you also can't sell them after a certain amount of time. Oh, this is like a well, store uh, at a mall. Uh, yeah, a store at a mall. And, and I was like, uh, what kind of store were they? It was just a hat, just a hat store. Okay. Just a hat store. And then I was like, all right, that, these contracts and all this stuff, I'm like, this, uh, it's not going to work. Yeah. Because why? They're going to go to your store. You're going to sell them for 60 bucks. And they're going to like, we can just go with JC for 35 42 with shipping. Yeah. Right. So it doesn't, but then I wasn't able to sell those. So then they will, will actually have to go there. But then they were like, now nah, we'll just wait for him to drop them later or whatever. But it's just the resale is insane, man. There's yeah. resale. Like the only way that would work for me, if I'm like thousands of hats, I'm giving them and they're actually making money. They're going to keep coming back. But I'm not there yet. So me giving you 80 hats is like, I'd rather just sell them myself. I'm going to make more money. I'm going to be obnoxious and ask some unsolicited questions now. Um, have uh, So I used to spend time at a, sneaker res- at a sneaker reseller store. And that store ha- uh, resold hats, like old Supreme hats. Yeah. But those weren't those weren't real sellers. I mean, they retail if you could get them from Supreme, they would be like 30, 40 bucks. Resale would be about 75, maybe 100. But I mean, for the last few months that I was there, they would get in hats from Hat Club. So it would be the hat with the special patch. And it, yeah. they were mostly baseball teams. Mm-hmm. And then with the little pin on on some of them, those would on occasion resell for 250 to 300 a hat. Yeah. And those hats are also sellers at conv- sneaker conventions like um, Got Soul, uh, Sneaker Con. Yeah. So this is where I'm going to be obnoxious, where you didn't ask me, but, (laughs) you know, usually I say I learned a lesson a long time ago from a friend from a really good, not a long time ago, not, but she said, uh, I was having trouble with something. And she said, did this person ask you for help? I said, no. And I'm like, there you go. (laughs) Why are you worried about it? Well, anyway, but has, has that been on your radar to do those types of events like to get a table at a sneaker con or a sneaker convention because man yeah you know what i i there was a hat i believe it was a hat event that happened 
in Seattle, it was just uh, mostly hats and shoes. But it yeah. was just, but I, I got in it too late. It was here. It, it was, was one of them was here at the Renton Civic. No, at the Renton Event Center, not too far from here. Mm-hmm. There's been a few here. Yeah, and then, then the reason I'm saying is because if you, you, yeah, well, do they still do this? Yeah, probably. So, I mean, again, it's young kids and wanting to be. They're like fit check time. Yeah. So it's like, what you got? And it's like, I got the hat, I got the shirt, and I got the shoes. So like that's, like that's cool. Like I'm already thinking we, <laughs> if we do a collab, it's like your hats, this cleaner yeah and then a shoe and then i've got a bunch of shoes you know i don't do i have any blue shoes dude and and when i started a lot of hottie bells a lot of events were like hey come sell your merch yeah come sell your merch and i'm thankful enough for all those individuals i'm not gonna say names they 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 were like man you don't even gotta you don't even gotta pay the your booth just come oh and that's sell. awesome and and they're like just promote it, help us promote it, and and I'm thankful for those guys. They still help me, um, and I started with a little table, just a little table with my hats. But then I was like, all right, it's it's time to move on. So now I got flags. I got my tent with 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 my brand nice. all over. So they know I'm there. Nice. I got fifteen foot flags and my table with. My brand in the front and sides and it, like a legit booth. Yeah. And I did the, the I'm always uh, always been the top individual of your brand speaks of how it looks. So I didn't want to be on a little table. Yeah. Even though it was really good quality, they would just pass by and No, you have to be eye catching. So I was like, <laughs> I gotta do something else. Yeah. So then, you know, save up my money and it's just about investing in what you want yeah. right it's just boom i put money i gain money and i put it back gain money and put it back gain money and put it back yeah. sometimes you don't see the money but then do you realize you just order three thousand hats now you got this now that that's where my money's all in stocks right now for my brand you know and it sells and it sells and it sells but i had to get a i had to catch that tension yeah. So no, I, I mean, went yeah, all out. I went 12 by 12 <clears throat> tent with, you know, the roof like this, Washington, my logo with flags, a new nice booth. I was like, oh, hold on. I might want to stop. Pay I attention. Might, I, I might want to stop now. Yeah. Right. So um, I think that I I personally think I need to do more of those type of events, go out there because I do have the 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 tent and have all the the, the resources to be out there. But. I can always make time, but man, I just, I just be busy, but yeah. I've, I am blessed enough to have friends that every time I go do that, they're, they're next to me. Shout helping out to out. homie Aldo and Meraz. They're always helping me out. I know I can send those guys and they'll be just fine. Nice. They know their prices. They know what I want. They know everything that when I'm there and like, no dude, this is the price and we're not going any lower than this. Right. And whatever they know how to set up because they helped me set up they know how to put it together so i think uh i'm gonna start you know not this it, this summer's almost over but i've been really really busy on on a lot of different projects but 
Next year, I just, they invite me all the time at low rider shows, invite me to uh, truck shows, they invite me to food stands, come sell your merch. I mean, the invites are insane that yeah. I get. And, and I always time. thank them. Thank you very much. I just don't have the time. Yeah. But I'm going to make time. I'm going to make time because, you know, it's crazy because at the events where I'm at, right, I go, I sell one or two or three. But you know, when, when I sell a lot, when I'm starting to put my tent away, boom, they just come. No, 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 no. Hold, hold on. Well, it's people and, and who have walked by a few times. Dude, and, and I'm serious. Like, I sit down, right, and I always tell my buddies, I'm like, look, man, I'm here. Somebody asked for my card. Just one person. Good. There's one person that don't know about my business. Yeah. I don't even have to sell. Just that one person makes me happy. If now, if I came and nobody really came to look, nobody asked, nobody got a card, then I failed. Yeah. But if one person, just one person comes, can I get your card? That makes everything for me. Then I cut, start selling. It makes it better. Why not? Yeah, I came here to sell. But at the same time, it's like, I don't get upset if I don't sell. I'm, I'm blessed enough that I... I do sell. And as most of the time when I'm taking the tent out and I got to open boxes again, all right, well, which one do you want in? Yeah. And man, every, it, it, it doesn't fail. Every time I'm, I'm, I'm putting it away. So they start seeing me taking the tent. Bam. Well, we come. all want what we can't have. <laughs> so if you put that tent away, that means they can't have it anymore. <laughs> yeah. No, you're absolutely right. And you know, I've done a horrible job with this. And the, the main reason is, pretty stupid because like I made a video of a cleaning, you know, just a, a quick little sneaker cleaning. I made it and I didn't do anything with it for two weeks. But the reason that I didn't was because I thought, man, people are going to hate on this video because it wasn't even the sneaker wasn't super dirty. It's just one of those stains that if you're a sneakerhead, they bother you. And it's the one that you get on your right heel. Mm. So if you have, if you that, that, that kind of dirt the, from the dirt from just the, you know yeah. stepping on the gas yeah. from being there yeah that's an annoying stain for sneakerheads so that's all i did was you know i called the video a quick cleaning and i showed it and then uh i i thought man i'm gonna get i'm gonna get some hate on this video because it's the shoe's not even that dirty and i finally posted it and exactly of course this was going to happen it, it, it got hardly any attention. Yeah. Not negative attention, just no attention. So that's, so then why did I wait two weeks? Mm. Right. What, there was no reason for, for waiting two weeks. So it's like we put these barriers and these fake challenges in front of us when there's no need to. Yeah. I saw this video the other day of the, the caption was um, people in, uh, people inventing People having people inventing their own challenges, I think it is. But what it is, it's a it's a a uh, oh, what do they call those big loopholes? Solar. So, uh, no, the what are they called? The the windmills. What the the windmill? They're out like in Yakima. Oh, okay. Yes, the the, the actual the the power ones that create the power. Yeah. You're talking about the electricity. Yeah. So it was one of those, and there was someone on the well. They were on the ground, but every now and when the when it turned, the shadow would turn. So the person was standing, and then when the shadow would come, he would jump over it. 
like pretending that it was actually something coming. Yeah. So he would just jump over it and jump over it. But the caption was people, uh, people, people dealing with their fake challenges. It's like, obviously, <laughs> there's no need to jump. It's just, you're just being silly. But it's like we put these fake barriers. So, well, as I do, put these fake barriers. And then you just feel dumb afterwards saying there was no point. Yeah. And even though I'm saying this to you right now, I'm in the midst of that again because there's this other video and I just haven't done it yet. And, um, you know, when you come back next time, we'll we'll talk a little bit more about that because yeah. COVID affected my main business. Yeah. And uh, uh, Comcast a few years ago gave a $10,000 grant to small businesses that were affected by COVID. And I filled out the grant and I got it. So I turned that grant into this. So I have inventory. I have it all ready to go. But I just haven't been putting the effort into it. And, you know, as I say it, I should be ashamed of myself. Maybe. Pero soy un sinvergüenza, entonces. It happens sometimes, man. Sometimes you get to, you know, there's a lot of things... you know, we are humans. We have a lot of things going on yeah. sometimes. And sometimes you just don't pay attention of things that should be really being paying attention, right? Like a business, ain't nobody going to run it for you. Ain't yeah. nobody going to, nobody's going to come here, bro, post that video, yeah. bro. What's up with this hat? It's just going to be you. And like you say, you, 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 sometimes you put obstacles. Like I just said, I, do I, do I have time? No, but I could probably make time for yeah. those type of events right and they have helped me i've sold but you start getting of like i'm selling online i why would i show up there's a lot of people that don't run online a lot i mean i have met people I'm like what like is this online i've never heard of this i'm like bro yeah go, what i've been missing out you know it's just just like that exposing yourself to another type of audience not just online just people walking i mean yeah. i've i met just older mexican dudes right because i make mexico the states and they're like where, where are you where are you from i'm like here <laughs> where's the store i'm like i don't have a store online yeah. oh i don't do online yeah and i was like man no tengo el face yeah hey no tengo el instagram so i'm like okay i could i could if you're in those boots, then you 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 just meet a lot of people that just don't really get online. Yeah, I mean, I, that's I, true. I know a lot of people that get online, and my my thing will just maybe never pop up in their timeline because you know now depends on what you see is your timeline. Yeah, because now when I was doing a lot of research on my all I did was manufacture making shirts and hats, and that's all my timeline, right? Yeah. So it depends what your timeline is. Maybe I'm never will pop up, but. It's just, you know, it's just you can't really put obstacles on yourself. It's just about you getting it. Yeah. You know, just just nobody's going to do it. You got to do it. And 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 todo cuesta, bro. It's just a sacrifice and you just got to yeah. go for it. You know, one of the things that I've known, well, I mean, we all have this. Well, I, I for sure, where you can sit down and then just start scrolling you blink and 20 minutes have passed and i'm trying to condition myself to feel bad and tell myself you just wasted 20 minutes yeah on absolutely nothing it's like maybe you sent your buddy a very inappropriate 
<laughs> slightly racist <laughs> meme. Yeah. <laughs> but that's it. It's yeah. like, why? You, you're wasting your time. And then uh, when when I say that to myself, it's like, okay, I get up. Got to do something else. Uh, Got to do something productive. You know, you've got plenty to do. So it's getting yourself to that. And I have uh, one of my clients right now. He's a retired lieutenant colonel, Green Beret, special forces guy. And uh, just in working with him and in, you know, I, I do a bunch of stuff for him and just reading everything that he writes and how he says things. It's like it's sort of seeping in. Yeah. Where it, do you listen to anything with David Goggins? No. So he's a Navy SEAL who is big and and crazy. This guy, David Goggins, he ran eight ultra marathons eight weeks in a row. So that's 100 miles. Jeez. He ran 100 miles every weekend for two months straight. Uh, yeah, so he's a, he's a super athlete. But he's hilarious. He, he has this one video that goes, you know what? If people are saying you're effing fat, maybe you're effing fat. <laughs> or if some people says that you're stupid, maybe you're just stupid. <laughs> it's like instead of getting pissed off, yeah. think about why they're saying yeah. that. Because it just may be true. Well, anyway, so that's what <laughs> this guy says. So it's he's not that much like him. But I've been, you know, it's a personal accountability it's discipline. It's like one of the things that I really struggled with was waking up. You know, I would wake up, you know, 6.45 or so. And then I would just lay there and then get my phone. And then like the first half an hour of my day, it's completely, it's complete nonsense. It's wasted. And then I don't actually step down on the floor until like 7.30. So now one of the small things that I'm trying to work on with myself is when I wake up, like get up. Yeah. Because <laughs> then it's a lot easier for you to, you know, I put my contacts on and then I'm out the door. You know, I, I leave the bedroom. Yeah. Because if I make my way back and go yeah, <laughs> lay back down. It won't turn good, It's bud. over. I mean, <laughs> that's just the bed. It, it, it's a double-edged sort of having a flexible schedule. Where I yeah. don't have to be anywhere really at any time, and I think that, that I think that's what what the what the main thing is to not having to be nowhere. For instance, me, you, I gotta go to work. When I come from work, whether I take my son to soccer and then my wife, whether it takes him to boxing, then now it's a just a daily routine that I have. And now, now okay, now it's time to put the girls to sleep. Boom, now. Do I really upload? Do I really get to when I don't have uh, a lot of uh, shippings to do? Then I I think about I'm like, should I go rest because I need it? Because every day is like this. Or should I work on this next video that I've been trying to do, but I just don't have enough time? And it's just, I need more time. Yeah. My life right now, I need more time to execute and do everything what I want to do. So... If I don't do it, 10 minutes at the time I have, and then tomorrow, another 20 minutes, it just never gets done. And it just, uh, if I had more 
less time. I mean, if I wasn't really involved in so many activities, I think I would probably someone like that, you know, kind of hesitating on, well, I'll do it tomorrow. Yeah. No, it's like I, I got 20 minutes today. I better take those 20 minutes because it's the worst. It's it, man. Time, time will go by, man. Time will go by, 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 by. And then like, then you realize like, damn, I didn't do nothing. (laughs) And that's the, that's the, that is the worst. Well, Thank you so much for coming. No, I mean, we, thank- we, we spoke about the brand and what I, my plan was to just do something a tad bit different than what your other, than, you know, oh, yeah. to show another side of you. So exactly. I think that we, we, we did that in, you know, in, in touching on the, the, uh, running of and dealing with and juggling and balancing. Uh, yeah. so I'm really, really happy about that. So tell everyone where to find so you can uh, find my merch on Facebook, Washingtera Brand. On Instagram will be Washingtera uh, underscore brand. It will be on Instagram and Facebook. Um, website should be up, hopefully up by this by this next month. My cousin is sending me some updates, so hopefully it should be up. But Facebook, Instagram, that's where you can contact me. DM me for any inquiries, whatever you want. Just always DM me or comment, and then I'll get to you. You'll pay a premium, though. <laughs> Change the colors, it'll cost more. <laughs> no, but thank you very much, man, for giving me a chance to come and chop it up with you. And um, now, I, I should, um, we should, uh, I should play one of the songs you've written. Yeah, send we, me one of the songs, and I'll put it in. Yeah, here, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll put, put it, it on. I'll, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll send it. I'll send it to you a few and uh, on, on. Uh, on your phone out from uh from youtube okay and then put the audio there a little bit or something yeah 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 i'll, I'll put it in there yes. um all right well thank you so no, much thank you thank you very much all there right. you go thanks for listening thanks for watching again don't forget to check uh subscribe on your favorite podcasting app don't forget to check out rancho bravo those margaritas they're worth going for the margaritas mm-hmm. uh and then uh check out my buddy kelly um, my author friend Kelly, he has uh, some great sci-fi horror-ish stories that you can buy from his website, K, written by klyoung.com. And I made his website, so that's probably why I'm, 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 uh, yeah. I'm promoting it. And it's all a, your sneakerheads, some a, good stuff is coming. Just <laughs> wait. It's coming. It's coming. You know, um, do you collect anything? Other than hats? Uh, no, just hats. Just, just hats? hats. I mean, I do like shoes, but it's not my thing. I, I love yeah. hats. Um, I've been a big sneakerhead for a long time, um, but I've, I'm transitioning my obsession now to watches, Ooh. which is scary. Ooh, that's... So they, could, they could get pricey, bro. Watch man, out. I'm debating of selling half of those <laughs> and then, you know, picking up something nice be uh oh yeah you know having two or three good watches i think that's 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 good but then you know once it becomes a little now you want a different color man (laughs) these watches i mean i i could drop 12k on a watch but the ones that are really nice they're like 50 100 grand i do not see myself doing that oh Mm -mm. not on a watch I think the I most expensive one, I think it was like, like two grand. I think it was, and then I was, I was, I was a lot younger. I would not do that one right now. But yeah. 
Well, for the next for the next show, we'll talk about oh yeah, uh, um, obsessions. All right, thank you. See you later. Adios.